Hello, this is Saeed Zaman from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 21st of December. The infamous COVID restriction on protest gathering seems to be making its way back in India after a horrific rise in infections in China. On Wednesday, Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandviya asked the Congress to either put the Bharat Jodo Yatra on hold or strictly follow COVID safety protocol. He passed the message through a letter to Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehloth and Rahul Gandhi on a day the Yatra entered Haryana from Rajasthan. Mandviya was responding to a letter by several Rajasthan MPs who raised concerns about a possible surge in infections due to mass participation in the rallies. He suggested that masks and sanitizers must be used by all and those attending the rally should isolate themselves before joining. However, several Congress leaders questioned the demand, alleging that the yatra was being targeted. Pawan Khera, the party spokesperson, asked why no BJP gathering had been issued such a notice. Congress MP Karthi P. Chidamram said such protocols are not implemented at any other event and this suggests that the yatra had made the BJP insecure. Over the last two years, public health concerns pertaining to COVID have been used to ban several protest gatherings. However, many have claimed that a free hand had been given to political gatherings in the run-up to several assembly elections. The Ministry of Information and Broadcasting has directed YouTube to take down three channels for allegedly making fake claims. The channels are Ashtak Live, News Headlines and Sarkari Updates. According to a tweet by DD India, the action came after the channels were found to be peddlers of fake news by PIB's fact-checking unit on Tuesday. They allegedly made fake claims about the Supreme Court, the Prime Minister, the Chief Justice, farm loan waivers, Aadhaar schemes and EVMs. They also reportedly used fake thumbnails containing authentic TV channels, logos and morphed news anchors' images. News headlines, according to PIB, published fake news about the PM, Supreme Court, Chief Justice and Election Commission. The Bureau attached examples of these claims, such as the CJI declaring the PM guilty of sedition. Meanwhile, with around 65,000 subscribers, Ashtak Live claimed that former Prime Minister Manmohan Singh had died and all farm loans were waived. It also used pictures of popular anchors such as Anjana Om Kashyap. PIB also clarified that this channel had nothing to do with the India Today group and its Ashtak channel. Sarkari Update had over 2.26 million subscribers and allegedly said that the government gave 89,000 rupees in cash to Aadhaar holders and rupees 3,000 to anyone with a bank account. As per a live mint report, the three YouTube channels had nearly 33 lakh subscribers and the videos on their pages clocked over 30 crore views. The channels were also airing advertisements on their videos and monetizing them. Listeners, speaking of Ashtag, do you remember Salvatore Babones? the Western academic who recently said at an India Today conclave that India's intellectual class is anti-India. In an interview with Abhinandan, he has now explained why he thinks Indian intellectuals are important contributors to India's poor image in the West. He also believes American democracy is, and I quote, very robust and Donald Trump would make it more robust than it would otherwise be, unquote. But Babones was expecting something else from the News Laundry interview. News Laundry could raise such difficult questions only because you've got our back. And if you haven't already, be the Santa for the free press this festive season. This festive season, be the Santa for free press. With our Christmas offer, get your favourite NL masks, Karare Chane mugs, 
soap sets and a lot more on discount. And besides each customized NL gift hamper, there is a free giftable subscription too for your friends and family. Get our merchandise for yourself and say you're a proud member of a community that keeps independent media alive. Or give these to friends and family and spread the word about free, accurate and independent news. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The opposition Congress has introduced a no-confidence motion against the Shivraj Singh Chauhan government in the Madhya Pradesh Assembly during the winter session. According to ANI, Speaker Girish Gautam has allowed a discussion on the motion. According to Leader of Opposition Govind Singh, a 104-page alleged charge sheet has been filed by the Congress against the state government over 51 points. These include issues such as corruption in central government schemes, the alleged nursing colleges scam, illegal sale of liquor, development of Mahakal Lok, cases of atrocities on Adivasis and increasing debt on the Treasury. The Congress has 96 MLAs, while the Bharatiya Janata Party has 127 in the 230-member Assembly. The Congress has asked all its MPs to be present. It was in 2013 that the last no-confidence motion was introduced in the Madhya Pradesh Assembly. Madhya Pradesh Congress President Kamal Nath had earlier hinted at introducing the motion. Today, a Delhi riot accused was granted a 15-day temporary release from prison to attend the wedding of his son and daughter. Last month, he was also granted four-day interim bail to attend the pre-marriage rituals. Ibrahim was arrested in March 2020 for alleged rioting, unlawful assembly, inflicting harm, inciting animosity between two parties and impeding the performance of a public servant's official duties. The case against Ibrahim was lodged at the Dayalpur police station. The charge sheet has been submitted and the trial is set to begin on January 21 next year. Justice Jasmeet Singh granted bail from December 25th to January 10 next year with certain conditions. Ibrahim has been ordered to keep his phone switched on and to stay in Delhi NCR. The order came after the public prosecutor confirmed the legitimacy of the wedding event. In a tough move in its crackdown on Afghan women's rights and freedoms, the Taliban administration banned university education for all female students. An official of the Afghan Ministry of Higher Education confirmed this ban. According to the letter released by the Ministry of Education, the decision was taken at a cabinet meeting and the order will take effect immediately. Ned Price, the US State Department's spokesperson, condemns this action, calling it indefensible, adding that this will have significant consequences for the Taliban. Human Rights Watch, an international organization, called it a shameful act that violates the right to education for women and girls in Afghanistan. After seizing power in Afghanistan last year, the Taliban attempted to project a more moderate image to gain international support and legitimacy. However, they have stripped away rights Afghanis had fought tirelessly for over the last two decades. Women in Afghanistan can no longer work in most sectors and require a male guardian for long-distance travel. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.